Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. If you're a well-versed Bible student, particularly in the book of Revelation, you're probably well aware of the warning signs of today. The push for globalism and a great reset should be enough on its own. In today's Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. discusses several prophecies of Revelation that are coming to fruition. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 14th, 2022. After the rapture, which is before the seven-year tribulation, there will be this global, economic, cashless system that certainly has something to do with biometrics, because you have to have whatever this is in your forehand or your forehead in in order to be able to buy or sell. And we know it's something biological and medical for a couple of reasons, one of which is that in Revelation chapter 13 verse 28, we're told in the original language of the Greek New Testament that it's pharmakia, where we get our English word for pharmaceuticals. And we know it's something medical and pharmaceutical that is in the body, because when you get to Revelation 16, those that have taken whatever this is are going to break out with boils and rashes, and it will come out of their skin and manifest and present as a reaction, a medical reaction to whatever this is. Are you okay? Now, in order to do that, wouldn't it stand to reason that they would have to have in place something, some scheme, some plan, something in order to destroy the current system to bring in this new system. Wouldn't it stand a reason that there would have to be, I'll phrase it this way, a controlled demolition of the global economy in order to usher in a cashless biometric ID system for young and old alike? Well, it's happening. Pictured here is a letter from Moana Lua High School here on the island. 
concerning biometric IDs. It states, and I quote, Moana Lua High School will be implementing a biometric identification system to purchase meals. Using a finger scanner, the software scans certain unique points on the finger to create and store individual templates that identify each student. This system is an effort to provide accurate identification and security (laughs) for our students' accounts. My goodness, do they just read Revelation 13 and think, man, we better get this biometric system in place. Last Wednesday, did you hear about this? We've talked about it, actually. Zero Hedge published a report about how dozens of Whole Foods stores will allow customers to pay with palm print biometric data. Amazon One. Here's a quote. Amazon's palm reading payment technology will expand to dozens of Whole Foods locations across California. Shoppers will be able to pay for groceries by scanning (laughs) the palm of their hand at checkout devices instead of using cash or a card. Amazon One appears to be ushering in a cashless society where a customer's body is becoming a transactional tool. I told you before it happens that it would happen so that when it begins to happen, non-believers will believe and believers will look up instead of getting riled up. Perhaps it goes without saying, but this is all prophesied very specifically in the book of Revelation concerning the seven-year tribulation. Now I kind of want to bring it together and just appreciate your patience with me. You know, by the way, what I've shared today, it's only a fraction of what's now happening in terms of fulfilling Bible prophecy. I've only taken one small little part or piece of the prophetic puzzle and put it in place. But I want to come back to what I see as one of the most heartbreaking realities. And and maybe the best way to say this and share this is just to ask you and even plead with you, like the Apostle Paul would, not that I would ever compare myself to Paul, but as a pastor, who by the way loves you very much, I want you to know that. I am pleading with you, please don't get caught up in this. I, I know it's election season, please. Those people need Jesus. 
Democrat, Republican, it saved or lost. Jesus loves them. You might hate them and are angry at them, but Jesus loves them. And He died for them. And we're talking stink about them because we're angry at them, because we've been deceived. We're deceived. And we're divided. And it's a satanic scheme to get you to get enraged. Make you angry. And you lash out. And you don't reach out. I'm going to leave it there with the Holy Spirit. So much damage to our testimony as Christians. How are we going to get Jesus to people and people to Jesus when we do that? One last thing, and it ties into, and I've been thinking about this all week, the gospel, the good news. Because you see, for some people, Christians, good news would be a pay raise to be able to pay the bills which are getting higher. That's good news. Or good news is even just getting a job. Good news. Well, that is good news, but a day is coming when none of that's going to matter. Uh, who, who's going to be elected? It doesn't matter. Oh, come on, pastor, are you just like advocating for we just sit on our hands and do nothing? Not at all. I'll say it, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. If God's called you into the political arena, you best be found faithful serving in that area to which God has called you. But if that's where your hope is, you're in for a huge, and I mean unspeakable, disappointment and letdown. Because if you really think about it, in light of eternity, in light of eternity, the the only good news on that great and final day will be the good news that Jesus Christ came and died in your place. It won't matter who's in office. It won't matter how much is in the bank account. It won't matter. Nothing else will matter. The only thing that will matter is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Listen, when you're on your deathbed, nothing matters. 
All the money you have, it's, it's of no value to you. You're about to take your last breath in this world and your first breath in eternity. The only thing that matters is Jesus. That's the good news. That God so loves me and so loves you that He sent His only begotten Son to die for us. That's how much He loves us. No greater love hath anyone that He would lay down His life for another. That's the good news. That's the only good news. And He rose again from the dead. He defeated death. That's the only thing that's going to matter on that day. I'm not angry. (laughs) Please. I just, I'm heartbroken actually is what I am. Because I see all the energy, all the time, devoted to something that is going to burn and be of no value when that trumpet sounds. And it's heartbreaking to me. And we're fighting with each other. And people are going to hell. And we don't give a damn. And I'll venture to say that you're more concerned with the fact that I said the word damn than you are about what I just said. Because if we really cared, I don't think we would be doing what we're doing. Yeah, isn't that a great segue into the ABCs of salvation? (laughs) Just hang in there with me. I'm, I'm just pouring my heart out to you. The A, and this is not a formula. It's just an acknowledging, admitting that you're you're a sinner, that you sin, that you need a savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might be good, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that sinning and falling short of the glory of God carries with it a penalty, and it's the death penalty, and that's Romans 6.23, which says the wages of sin is death. But, here's the good news. We've all been sentenced to death because we were all born sinners, but God sent His Son to die in our place. Good news, your death penalty has been paid, you're free to go. That's the gospel, that's what the word gospel means. I'll take it. That's the best good news, the goodest, I don't have so, probably not a word, goodest good news I could ever have. Man, he must really love me. He does. He died for me, and he paid for me in full and purchased me. I am not my own, but bought with a price. He paid the price in full, and he purchased this gift of eternal life, 
And that's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the gospel. Right there. Good news. The B, very central, is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. For God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Very important. He had to defeat death in His death and resurrection. Otherwise it would not be finished. It's finished. And the C lastly is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says. And this is the expression. This is what comes when you believe in your heart. You just, you call out, Oh Lord, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10.13 lastly says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's so simple. Childlike simple. This is just a a template to equip you. Should the Lord ever give you the profound privilege of bringing somebody into your path who needs Jesus? They need Jesus. They don't need your opinion. They don't need your political position. Trust me. It doesn't matter. Only thing that matters is Jesus. Real quick, uh, today's but God testimony. This is, wow, this is a wow. Comes from Charles Quinn, who writes, Hi, J.D. In 2020, I questioned the Lord on how He could punish the good and reward the bad. In my mind and To my eyes, the world was upside down. For the first time in my life, I reached out to the Lord with a serious prayer. I was worried for my children's future. No political pundit could resolve my questions, so I prayed. The very next day I was on YouTube. (laughs) Who popped up on my screen? But you. Thank the Lord. He led me to J.D. Farag. After hearing you for the first time about things I prayed about, you answered something like, if God will take care of a flower, what will He do for you? I cried and I fell to my knees. For the first time in my 50 years, I truly knew God spoke to me. I dropped to my knees and I asked God to forgive me and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Yeah, praise the Lord. The reason I selected this one to share 
is because of what he says next. Another prophecy I heard is that people, listen to this, haven't really figured out this is an alien planet for us, so they want this one saved. Not really understanding we belong with Jesus and that this world is not our home. Prayers to you for showing me the path to our Lord with your words. You are touching thousands of non-believers with your ABCs of salvation. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you stand, Capone, come on up. You can't get angry about, you can't get angry with me for talking about getting angry. <laughs> Actually, I do a good enough job myself, so I don't need your help. Father in heaven, thank you. This is a much needed rebuke, maybe, for all of us, myself included, to really begin to see people through your eyes and view our lives in this world through the lens of eternity. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for how we've acted and behaved towards others. Perhaps ruined many an opportunity where we could have really shared you, Jesus, with them, but didn't. Lord, I pray that when that proclivity, that propensity that is in all of us, that dwelleth in us, no good thing, as Paul says, wants to rear its ugly, carnal, carnal, fleshly head and get angry, pray that the Holy Spirit would overrule all and rule over all and temper us and remind us of what really matters. Lord, thank you that everything we're talking about in these prophecy updates is pointing to that trumpet sounding, (laughs) and the dead in Christ, we who are alive and remain, being caught up. Our loved ones who have died in you, Jesus, are going to be raised first, and then we're going to see them again too, and then we're going to see you and be with you forever in the air. Oh, Lord, come quickly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. 
If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.